0: A subsequent analysis of the blood sample Revealed none of the subject's matching DNA
1: Uh, the subject's name is Teal'c And what are you talking about? The blood sample I took Had only a small percentage of alien insect DNA in it Right
0: Now when the exact same sample of Teal'c's blood Was tested only a few hours later It revealed only one type of DNA strand present
1: Mm Mm-hmm, and it wasn't Teal'c's Welcome back to Stargate Weekly. I'm Thad Haight. And I'm Stuart Haas. And this week, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 10, Bane. When the
0: episode is complete, then you have my permission to subscribe.
1: Is it a Batman reference? Or Yes, okay. yes.
0: When Gotham is ashes, then you have my permission ah, to yes. die. I just... Yeah, I don't remember. No, that's fair. I mean, the only one that, like, I mean, obviously I rewatched Batman Begins, like, five or six times, because it was like, ooh, new Batman, and ooh, Christian Bale, this is great. Uh, But then, of course, gosh, Dark Knight.
1: I've seen Dark Knight once. Really? I am not as keen on Dark Knight as a lot of other people are. I thought it was decent, but I didn't think it was amazing. I like Batman Begins better.
0: Okay, okay. Are you keen on hearing what our synopsis is for this week? Sure. Sure. This is amazing. We're, like, off the rails like in the first, like, 30 seconds. This has got to be a new record for us.
1: I don't know about that.
0: Tealk undergoes a metamorphosis after being stung by a giant insect. Okay. That's it. That's, that's the whole thing. I think, I think this might be... If we haven't hit the record for quickest derailment, that has got to be the record for shortest synopsis. It yet. might
1: have the longest Stargate wiki synopsis, by the way. It also might have, like, the longest cold open we've gotten yet. I feel like the cold open should have ended with Teal getting stung.
0: I agree. Give me the Stargate Wiki synopsis.
1: On a mission, Teal is stung by a bug which overwhelmed the planet's previous civilization. He soon falls ill and his symbiote can't heal him. To make matters worse, the NID takes him away to study the effects of the bite. However, he manages to escape and is on the loose. Both the SGC and NID attempt to find him, but things take a serious turn when Jack, Sam, and Daniel return with evidence showing that the planet's population has already fallen to the bugs. It becomes a race to stop a possible worldwide infestation.
0: Dang.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's just... Needlessly ber- verbose, really.
0: Okay. So, jumping straight to like the <laughs> latter, like, third of the episode, when yeah. they're showing General Hammond the video from the second time they go to the planet, mm-hmm. and they like, they show, like, oh, and here's like this part here where all the bugs spew out of the dude. Yeah. So, based on how quickly Teal went through his motor- metamorphosis, how was it that this person was just now
1: popping out bugs? Yeah, that means that dude was probably like still, like, out and about when they were there the first time.
0: Right. That's very strange.
1: Yeah. But anyway. When they bring Teal'c back through the gate, mm-hmm. and old Doc Fraser is checking him out for the first time.
0: Old Doc Fraser.
1: She says, well, you know, she is, well, she is a captain, so she says captain, o- she has a captain obvious moment Huh. when she says, it looks like some kind of reaction. No, Really? <laughs> also isn't some kind of that's not this show that's the other show that we just podcast about.
0: Yeah, no, but I do want to talk a lot about the weird sort of like mirror universe similarities between uh this episode that we're recording and the one that we also recorded this week for Delta Flyer which are not going to um hit your podcast player. In the same week.
1: In fact, by the time this hits your podcast flyer, Delta Flyer will be on a hiatus.
0: Yes. So, now's a great time, if you haven't already, to subscribe to Delta Flyer and get the whole first season. Yeah. And you can jump straight to the episode on Faces. Uh Mm-hmm. Because there were a lot of... similarity is the wrong word. Like I said, like it's like a mirror universe thing. Because in that episode, you have... Spoilers
1: well, you didn't
0: have any mirror universe episodes. Ha <laughs> ha, uh, but Starcase got plenty. <laughs> yes, it does. In that episode, spoilers, uh, you have a person who is genetically split in twain. Whereas in this instance, you nice. have someone who's being genetically like combined or replaced. But it, it's like two becoming one, as opposed to one becoming two. Mm. Uh There's also teal's comment of
1: i do not want to become something other than who i am yeah no i can see that i also there was also a bit of a visual similarity between yeah. this and emanations
0: yes i i uh, i touched i i hit on that too
1: emanations also being a voyager episode yes sorry we're crossing the streams like whoa this episode
0: this one's gonna cross hard there was also Daniel's comment towards the end of the episode, it can't be easy knowing that the thing you despi- despise most about yourself saved your life.
1: Uh oh yeah, now that's a huge parallel with faces.
0: Yes. But you know, like Teal's like specific call out being like like I don't want to be what like anything other than what I am is so contrary to Bolana's position on the situation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, getting back a little bit... Stuart, what do you remember of this episode?
0: Well, at first I remembered nothing. And then, as soon as I realized what episode this was, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't have like a lot of details or anything. But I just remember, like, oh, the bug episode.
1: Yeah. I remembered the bug. I remembered the teal kid in the building with the little girl. Yeah. Interestingly, the girl who plays Allie mm-hmm. will come back to play Cassandra.
0: I thought it looked a little bit like Cassandra.
1: Well, I don't believe it's the girl who played Cassandra earlier this season.
0: Well, no, I, I mean I, I'm fine with that, but like I, it just sort of like it, it made me think of her. It also mm. would have been kind of cool had the if the character had come back.
1: Yes, that would have been cool too. You
0: know, because in later episodes, we do every so often get the team outside of the base, and it would have been kind of cool if Teal could ever been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go play laser tag with Allie, who's in
1: yeah no that would have been cool yeah yeah she'll be cassandra in the in a couple years in the episode rite of passage cool which i think is the one where yeah
0: Yeah, yes the one where the thing happens
1: yes it's the one where the thing happens
0: heck yeah yeah (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, I don't want to spoil things for our listeners who haven't seen Season 5 of SG-1.
0: No, that's fair. But anyway, look ahead to Season 5 of SG-1 and Season 5 of this show where we talk about Season 5 of SG-1. Yeah. Yeah. But in this season of SG-1 mm-hmm. and this episode, before we come back to the base where old Doc Fraser is looking over Teal, <laughs> and the bug is first resting on Teal's yeah. back, Jack pulls out his pistol to shoot the bug. He takes a long time to shoot. Well, there's that, too. And I'm just wondering, why not the zat?
1: You know, that's that's the perfect opportunity for a zat.
0: Yeah, because Teal'c would only take like a ninety-eight percent initial blast. They and can if he drag just shoots him it once.
1: Teal'c's not going to die anyway.
0: Right. They can just drag him to safety. Everything is like they don't even have to. And he doesn't even have to aim. Just like shoot Teal'c. Yeah, we have seen that. Like you hit one, you hit them both a little bit. So, it goes all bzzz over
1: everything. Mm-hmm. So, it should be noted that there are... The bug attaching to teal and changing his genetics and stuff is slightly similar to an Atlantis episode. Yes. Uh, 38 minutes, I think. It's, it's either 38 or 38 minutes, I can't remember now.
0: Yeah. I didn't remember the name, because I don't remember names. Other than One of Opportunity... I think Talib it's 38 Rodney. minutes. Uh I think you're right. Maybe.
1: I am I'm right. Very... Atlantic Excellent. season one episode four.
0: It was in season one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Jeez. Well, yeah. Gotta get the wacky ones like that out of the way, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, still better than SG one season one, episode four. Yes. But most things are. Yeah. Uh so
0: they call in this outside doctor. Mm-hmm. Who conveniently has security clearance, who apparently like, Sam had worked with when she was in DC. I don't know if he was part of the Stargate program. I yeah, can't I remember if he mentioned.
1: I th- think he was, but he must have been working with something else to have had clearance.
0: Right, but there was also like one line he said, which was, Up until a year ago, I didn't even know there were aliens out there. That's true. And it's like a year ago, not this morning.
1: Right. Well, what I wanted to... I was hoping someone would have the witty repartee on that. Well, well, up until a year ago, none of us knew there were aliens out there, Doc.
0: Well, you know, except for Jack O'Neill, who knew two years ago.
1: Ooh, good point. And Daniel. Hmm. And
0: probably, you know, General Hammond, when he got brought on board. And
1: Okay, okay, some people knew about it more than a year ago.
0: Sam was probably notified when they had the successful firing of the Stargate, and at least, like, little tidbits of the result of the mission
1: all right, all right, I'm wrong. You don't have
0: to, you know... Then there's the guy who mops the floors. I mean, he probably knew. I mean, how could he not?
1: I doubt he Oh,
0: man, I bet the guy who mops the floors knows all kinds of things. (laughs) But this guy they bring in, the virologist. I don't think he's a virologist, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Or the diseaseologist.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, He says... I can't believe I'm going to say this. It appears that the alien insect's venom... Is rewriting Theok's genetic material, and it happened very quickly in that blood sample.
1: I feel like there are much
0: zanier things that happen vis-a-vis the Stargate, and like on the list of things that like I can't believe I'm going to say as a high, cl- like a highly cleared virologist who has like knows about the existence of aliens. This feels like a little bit low on my list of I can't believe I'm about to say this things.
1: Yeah, I would agree. The interestingly, this this episode is the first time that a non-humanoid creature makes it into the gate room.
0: Oh, huh. wait, creature. What about the crystal entities? Ooh, that's a that's a non-humanoid sentience.
1: <laughs> okay, but that was like brought in. That wasn't what about... an incursion.
0: Eh, eh. Okay. I mean, I guess you're going to say the same message in the bottle and the weird, like, sentient spiky ball.
1: Yes, I would also say that about this weird sentient spiky ball.
0: But, okay. Strictly speaking, the Gould symbiote's non humanoid.
1: Okay, 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 fine.
0: Then there's the guy who mops the floors. Ruffy believes in this company.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a that's a piece of trivia that the Stargate Wiki gave me that is not nearly as exciting as I thought it was at first. <laughs> but you know what is exciting or is not because it happens in almost every episode.
0: Jack says for crying out loud.
1: When they dial the planet, they don't. <laughs> it's use actually the address. the address for Abydos? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like they're not even trying, right? <laughs>
0: uh so did you get the like you know like constant flashes to to starship troopers oh yeah while watching this yeah yeah my
1: yeah. good bug is a dead bug
0: right well and then also like when uh uh before teal gets hauled away by mayborn and the nid um and mayborn for whom jack cries out loud the first time in this episode i, I had believe.
1: completely forgotten Mayborn was in this episode
0: as in, like, before you started rewatching it, or like, as soon as you finished watching it, you're like, "What happened this episode? I guess a bug <laughs> was there."
1: I did not remember that Mayborn was in it until we saw, until Jack saw Mayborn. Yeah, it was like, "Oh, hey, Mayborn!"
0: Until Mayborn showed up, right? Until Jack cries out loud. Yes, y- exactly. Uh, yes. So anyway, when Teal'c and Jack are having the conversation, and Teal'c was like, "You're my friend. You know what to do."
1: Hmm. You know yeah.
0: Yes. And then later, when they're going back to the planet, and Jack is like, "Yeah, a planet full of bugs." Ugly
1: planet, planet. <laughs>
0: I also got like minor flashes of Lost in Space, uh, of um, the movie. Right. Spe- yeah. 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 When uh, when Smith gets uh, bit, scratched, whatever by the bug.
1: That is not a good movie.
0: It's not great. No.
1: I mean, but, I enjoy it, but yeah.
0: I love bad movies.
1: <laughs> uh, no, the, the new Netflix show is actually good.
0: I didn't realize it was out. Anyway. It just came out today. Nice. Okay. But you know what else is out today? Hmm. Teal'c from the prison van.
1: Yes, he is. And he pulls out Junior.
0: Yes. And, I mean, how predictable was that? They're hauling Teal'c off. Of course he's going to do escape.
1: Yes. I was surprised it took him that long. (laughs) Yeah. Also, how predictable was it that Mayborn actually had an evil plan?
0: Okay, okay, you were right. He, you know, he's definitely, like, up on the list of top
1: villains.
0: (laughs) Daniel's one comment, like, he must have gone 20 miles in an hour, made me think of the hard target search speech from The Fugitive. That's funny. Right, and as I was thinking that... If he's going that fast, they can probably cancel searching every warehouse, farmhouse, henhouse, outhouse, and doghouse. And then I saw that he was hiding in a warehouse, and so I was like, well, never mind.
1: And then Allie mentions The Fugitive. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. The Fugitive, I looked this up because I wasn't sure, but yeah, The Fugitive movie came out earlier than I thought it did. It was 93.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, squares.
1: So, yeah, then the, she totally could have been referencing that. Because I was thinking, there's no way she would be referencing, like, the 60s TV show.
0: Yeah, no, of course not. Heck, man, even if, even if The Future had come out, like, in 97, she could have been referencing it. It would have been, like, actually, it would have been like, even better if it was, like, a movie that had, like, just come out, like, six months prior or something.
1: Hmm. And if it was an MGM movie, I don't know if it was. I have no idea. Uh, I mean, that would have been, like, cross-promotion. Hmm. But no, The Fugitive came out in 93. I I didn't see it until the late 90s, so I just sort of assumed it was a late 90s movie.
0: Starship Troopers came out about a year before this episode aired.
1: Yes, I remember when Starship Troopers came out. I remember not being allowed to go see it because it was rated R.
0: Yeah, I can't remember the first time that I saw Starship Troopers. I just remember like my brain exploding from like sheer joy. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yo, it was much later. I think I was in college when I first saw Starship Troopers.
0: Oh, that's so sad. You, you were deprived of Starship Troopers for so long. Yeah. Goodness.
1: Like, I remember when I was a kid, when it first was in the theaters, I'm like, oh, man. I mean, just because it had the word Starship in the title, I wanted to see it, because that for was real. me. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: So there's not... There's not a lot going on in this episode that's really worthwhile. I mean... There's a little bit of like future canon development in the sense that it's like we get like we get further development of Mayborn's character and how shady the NID is and everyone knows that they're shady. Mm. Um, Do they actually
1: say NID in this episode?
0: I. Yes.
1: Like I was listening for it and I didn't notice it, but that doesn't mean they didn't.
0: Yeah, I'm like 98% sure on this one. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to rewatch it for a third time to make sure. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to put my foot down and say they 100% did every 38 seconds. They said <laughs> NID. That I know they did not do. Subliminally. Mm. Anyway, the one nice thing that does come out of this episode is that this is the when we finally find out how Teal got that thing on his head.
1: I know, right? I was going to say that.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Uh,
1: also, when Teal does escape. Mm-hmm. When they learn about it at Cheyenne Mountain, Hammond says, we just got communication from the driver. And that's all he says. Yeah,
0: it was like a distress something. We just got a distress call from the driver or something like
1: that. Communication was the word he said.
0: I thought the word distress was thrown in there.
1: But either way, all it was was communication from the driver, not the driver of the van that Teal'c was in or, you know, but just the driver.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, how many other drugs do you need to care about at this point? Mm. Lyft doesn't exist yet. So it's Mm. not... And I doubt they ordered a pizza while all of this was going on. And even if they had, they wouldn't have gotten a communication from the pizza driver. No one had cell phones.
1: Mm.
0: Other than the guy who mops the floor.
1: There were some people who had cell phones in 1998.
0: I bet Mayborn had a cell phone in 1998.
1: I bet he did, too. Like, my dad had a cell phone in 1998.
0: I I think my mom had a StarTAC in 1998 if I'm not like getting my years wrong.
1: I don't know which what phone my dad had. It was a huge clunky uh, one with a flip out uh bottom pe- microphone though. Oh.
0: Yeah, like the one that Robin Williams' character has in Hook that yes, he has like on the poster. Yes, very much holster. like that one. Yeah, with like the pull out antenna and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, remember when we used to care about having to pull the antenna out to get better reception? And now it's just like, whatever, your pocket computer, just hide the antenna.
1: You even had to do that on the old uh, cordless landline phones.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. You ever have like, sword fights with those antennas?
1: Oh, yeah. I got, got in big trouble with my, uh, when my sisters and I, like, bent one in half one time because we were doing that.
0: Uh, yeah, because... Either your parents were hiding from you, or they hadn't realized yet that you could get them for like six bucks on any like any Radio Shack. Right. Yeah. Hey, man. remember Radio Shack.
1: <laughs> they do still <laughs> exist in a couple places.
0: There's like a yeah.
1: hundred of them left in the country. Goodness. It is sort of sad though, because like if I need a tra- if I need a resistor in the middle of the day, I mean night doesn't make sense because they're not open twenty four seven. But if I need if I need a resistor in the middle of the day, where am I going to go?
0: Uh, yeah, there's just, like, no replacement for, like, that simple sort of stuff. Like, the more likely thing is... I mean, I suppose you could get, like, a super simple, like, push-button momentary switch from Home Depot? Or Ace Hardware? Ace Hardware I feel like, slightly more likely. But, uh, yeah, for, like, simple stuff, like, I need a resistor. I need a small... Like, I need a really specific battery.
1: Uh, you can go to Batteries Plus for that.
0: Okay, but Radio Shack was like, was this like excellent like one stop shop for like weird knickknacks, mm-hmm. like like weird electronic knickknacks.
1: Oh yeah, I used to love going to Radio Shack.
0: Yeah, listen, it's two thirty seven. I really need like a dinky remote control car.
1: <laughs>
0: Where else am I supposed to go, especially with Toys R Us shutting down?
1: Yeah, isn't that just a kick in the childhood? Yeah. Uh,
0: th- this has been Defunct Stores Weekly, and now back to the show. Yes. Did you notice when they're first looking at the Gould symbiote kinda, you know, shimmying mm-hmm. in the tank or whatever, and they're looking at it like, eh, it doesn't look so good, Sam has this, look look on her face like she might have a crazy idea?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, did you notice that look on her face?
1: A little bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to see it twice, because everyone, because of the refraction and, like, the angles of the tank, everyone's everyone had two faces in that episode uh, when they were looking at the Gould thing.
1: Sort of like that Voyager episode we watched this week.
0: Yes, called Faces. Check it out on your podcast player of choice. Mm. Uh, but as it turns out, no, she had no crazy ideas. Because later when the Gould symbiote is even worse, she tells us, I've been trying to use Joel and R's memories, but I can't just, like, do it. It's lame.
1: Yeah, it is. So I do want to talk about the enormous candy bar.
0: Talk about the enormous candy bar.
1: How freaking enormous is that candy bar?
0: I wanted that candy bar.
1: I... Really wished that we got a clear enough shot that we could see if it was a real candy bar or if it was, like, you know, some r- r- random name put on it instead.
0: Oh, I found out recently that random name put on instead thing is called creaking. Creaking. Creaking, as in the country. Except the country's Greece, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, so creaking as in, like... No. Greaking. Yes,
0: as in the country, except the country is called Greece. I All don't
1: right. Okay, greeking. Why is it called greeking?
0: I have no idea, but that's what it's called in the industry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when uh it's like when they uh I'm trying to think of like the there's this like great example where it's like like Marley cigarettes or something that like was, like, a running thing in a lot of different shows, I guess. It, it looks just like a pack of Marlboros, but the brand is Marley.
1: hmm
0: Like, red with, like, the white mm-hmm. triangle bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, that, that thing of it is called Greeking, where it's, like, you know, if they're, like, open up a fresh can of Popsy, for example.
1: Oh, yeah. And yeah. And you always see that on shows whenever they're in, like, a supermarket or convenience store. You always see the shelves of Random products that look almost like real products but are slightly different.
0: Yes, you know it's not delivery; it's de- gargos.
1: Right, it's not corn checks; it's corn blex.
0: Yes, 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 yes. You know, Kellogg's corn flex. Yes, yes. Except like, apparently, corn flakes is not something that can be trademarked.
1: Corn flakes just... and frosted flakes. Yeah, anybody can yeah. use those.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's something I want to say about the chocolate bar. Oh,
1: she just calls it a chocolate bar. Like, yeah. who just calls it a chocolate bar? No, no one calls their candy, candy a chocolate bar.
0: Or confection bar.
1: N- even fewer people call it a confection bar.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's not the chocolate man who can. It's the candy man.
1: The candy man can. But you know, uh, not to call back to Voyager again. Taste
0: he makes the world taste good
1: but in our episode of Delta Flyer, where we talked about time and again... Time and again. They do mention a convection bar.
0: I... Yes. That's why I referenced the convection bar.
1: I wasn't sure. Bro. Also, I wanted to, you know, specifically call out the episode again.
0: I... Okay. I can't believe... Like, I can't believe you went down that road and you missed my sake reference. Eh, yeah, well. was Was my reference too out of control?
1: I think it may have been.
0: Do I need to, like, dial them back in?
1: I don't know. Speaking of dialing things in, though... Yes. Did you notice that they confirmed it was SG-1 before the wormhole established again?
0: I didn't, but this surprises me not at all. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I did notice Jack's, like, weird
0: reaction to Sam going ham, hey, on the, the... bug gam with the with the like the frost spray.
1: She definitely did.
0: Because I guess I guess she was like freezing it. I don't think it was like a, a bug spray. spray. Do you want to like not go hard on something like that? That's fair. Like cuz you also have no idea like is this like a bee if it like stings you once does it deplete its entire venom sac and like for the moment like
1: mm, That's fair. I have definitely used like an it like an entire can of wasp spray on like three wasps before
0: okay that that's a little extreme like, i'm being not, slightly
1: like... facetious but not like a lot sure yeah
0: i, I get the occasional wasp and or hornet or like you know evil murder bee uh, <laughs> like <laughs> on on my patio uh so i have a can of rage sitting right next to my uh patio door <laughs> just in case sure yeah next page
1: okay i'm glad you have more pages because i'm out of notes
0: wow i have more notes like, uh... I mean, l- l- let's get to the end of the episode when the NID stormtroopers show up. hmm At the warehouse. And they haul away our heroine, Allie. Yeah. And she tells Mayborn that, that she doesn't smells. like... He- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Savage.
1: His expression is pretty good. Yeah. Like, I feel like
0: he kind of wants to, like, take something that savage back to Area 51 for further study.
1: Mm. So I'm excited that we had an extra Mayborn episode this season. Because he comes back two more times this season, but I didn't realize it was, you know... I'm wondering if there's any more hidden Mayborns that I've forgotten about.
0: Who do you think mops the floor? (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's possible. So, uh, as a positive and another difference between this episode and Faces... Be sure to subscribe to Delta Fly in your podcast player of choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pimp our other show like five, six more times. This episode, I think, <laughs> uh, but this episode does have a hundred percent more sassy kids sticking it to the man.
1: This is true. Oh, I like this episode more than I liked Faces. I think.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I agree completely. Um, like uh, as season two episodes go, this one's a little bit lower. Um, I just don't uh, like the story is okay but I, I, I just
1: yeah it's a yeah, it's an okay episode of season 2 of Stargate SG-1 uh,
0: yeah like what kind of like brings it back to me as being like an SG-1 episode is like the last 20 seconds when uh
1: when Teal'c shoots Daniel yes yeah
0: <laughs> it's like how else is she to defend herself
1: yeah that was great also, how sweet were those guns?
0: Oh, man. Like, the one that he gave her was the super soaker I had always wanted. Yeah. And not to go back to defunct stores weekly, but any time that I was at KB Toys or Toys R Us, and I saw that thing on the shelf, and I'm like, please, and it's like, No because my parents were no fools. They knew exactly what would have happened with that with me and that super soaker. <laughs> I would have taken it apart after after just like brutally like spraying down my sisters.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I had a com- much less awesome super soaker and I totally took it apart. Yes,
0: same. I had I I had like the classic super soaker
1: yeah very similar to the one that ellie has in the beginning was the one yeah
0: yeah because that's like the classic super soaker like the bright like neon green and yellow and Mm -hmm. like the tube on top all of that like that is like that is the classic super soaker do
1: super soakers still exist yes nice in fact they they have combination super soaker nerf guns now
0: oh oh that's rad
1: i know Oh, Oh, no, I don't know if they have them anymore. The last time I saw one was at Toys R Us, so...
0: Yeah, if Toys R Us goes, so goes the Super Soakers?
1: I mean, I guess people can buy toys at Walmart. Does Walmart sell Super Soakers? I don't know.
0: They must. They definitely sell Nerf
1: guns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was that time, like, a decade ago that we bought a bunch of Nerf guns in Delaware. Yeah, it was great. That was at least a decade ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, the final notes I have on this one is again from the very end of the episode when they have recovered teal and they're and they're bringing him out. do they have
1: time to like stroll him to the ambulance they You'd think they wouldn't, but they sure do take their time about it
0: right yeah they're they're pretty leisurely about it, although points to the s g team they did not have their patches on their uh
1: blouses, interesting,
0: yeah. And then they were back on when they were back at the SGC, where we also see that Jack did not get his morning phone call about what color to wear.
1: Mmm. Yeah, because they call each other every morning.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's how they know what color to wear. Because Dan- Daniel and Sam, they obviously talk that morning. They're both in the green, but Jack's in blue. Yeah. Yeah. Get you some of that uh, season six deep cut.
1: It's one of my favorite episodes. Yes. Man, season six is just so good. Well,
0: we'll find out how good it is when we actually get to it. Season 6 is going to hold up, I know it. I'm I'm pretty confident cuz season 6 has 100% more Jonas Quinn than any other season. Also,
1: you know, shout out to Corn Nemic who follows us on Twitter. Boom. Cuz that's just awesome.
0: And I bet he listens to this show too.
1: Yeah, I I, I mean I sure hope so.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's got to be one of the one one of our subscribers, right?
1: How many subscribers do we have right now?
0: I don't know. Now's not the time.
1: It's not the time, but I'm looking it up anyway because I must know. Ugh. But now is the time for you to wrap it up. Uh, well, thank you for listening this week. Uh, you can find and review both this podcast and our other podcast, Delta Flyer, on your podcast player of choice. You can also reach us at our email address, which is StargateWeekly at com. You can find me on Twitter at Gamicus. You can find me on Twitter at Tyrannicus. And you can
0: follow the show on Twitter at... At Stargate Weekly. And you can follow our other show at Delta Flyer Pod. We have another show, Delta Flyer Pod.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've mentioned it yet this episode.
0: Delta Flyer Pod.
1: And that's our show. Yeah.